Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. When it was evening, he was there alone, but the boat was already long, a long ways gone. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Where am I? Tossed and battered by the winds and waves. uh, And in the fourth watch of the night, which the Amplified Version says 3 to 6 a.m., Jesus came to them. Say, Jesus came to them. May you pray. May Jesus come to you when you pray in Jesus' name. When you pray, when you seek the Lord, may he come to you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Walking on the sea. (laughs) When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. Imagine, just imagine, what would you do? Okay? You have an idea who Jesus is. You've been traveling with him. You know the miracles. You know he's the, the son of God. Come on. What would you do if you saw somebody, I mean, I'm, if I had a gun, I'd probably just shoot and ask questions later. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What would you do? What, I mean, you've never seen that before. You've never experienced somebody walking on water. I've never seen this. Hallelujah. <laughs> we all having a good time here tonight? That's good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a ghost. <laughs> They all cried out in fear, but immediately he spoke up, saying, take courage. It is I. Now, I could preach on it is I all night long. Come on, somebody. It is I. Take, someone say, take courage. Hallelujah. And you see what Jesus did. He recognized fear. So fear is recognizable. You could recognize fear. Glory to God. You could recognize joy. You can recognize peace. You don't need to, to go to Bible school to recognize natural things. You don't. It's, you, it's in your spirit to know. Glory to God. And immediately, just because the disciples never saw somebody walk on water, they were afraid. What is it? It's a ghost. He says, it is I. Whew, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter replied to him, Lord. If it is really you, command me to come on the water. And what did Jesus say? He said, come. He didn't give him like a a big, this is direction. He 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 didn't do any of that. He just said, just come. I believe even the King James just says, come. Come, glory to God. When Jesus, listen, when Jesus speaks to you and directs you, may you say the same answer. I'm coming, Lord. I'm on my way, Lord. I'm on the move. I'm moving right now. Hallelujah. Lord, could you use me? Yes. Now start moving. Lord, I desire to see miraculous things. Then start doing them. Who told you you couldn't? Lord, I love you. I love you too. Now get to work. Tell your neighbor, get to work. Come on, we got kingdom stuff to do. We got souls to win. Come on. Jesus is coming soon. 
Turn the news on. This is end times. We're living in the end times. Come on. We need to win more. So we need to tell more people about Jesus. Who wants to tell people about Jesus? Now get to work. Go. Now go. Go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So Peter got out of the boat. And he walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But then he saw the wind and he was frightened. He began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Praise God immediately. Say immediately. Mm. Jesus extended his hand out and caught him, saying, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Glory to God. And then when he got in the boat, the winds ceased. Then those in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. I'll answer that. <laughs> True story, I was in a church service, and someone phone rang, and they were like in the front row, and the pastor answered it. <laughs> we can laugh. Guys, it's a joke. Please, we're going to be okay. Come on. I'm not going to answer your phone, I promise. I'm never coming back here again. Pastor Mike answers people's phones. <laughs> All right, let me check your phones, everybody. <laughs> Do I have your number? Make sure I have your number so I can call you. I love talking to people. Come to my house for coffee anytime. Glory to God. <laughs> I got food in my house. Hope you like Italian food. I'll feed you. Give you all the leftovers. Amen. Fellowship for you all. Praise the Lord. Distractions, if you take a note, this is where the notes come in. Your distractions will open a door to fear. Your distractions will delay you and possibly stop you from feeling what God has for you. You need to recognize in your life what is a distraction. You need to recognize in your life what is taking you out of the anointing, what is taking you out of the call of God, what is having more of your time. This is, a, this is a message that could hit home for people. Some people may not like me after this message. But like I said, I, the Lord put this, I was going to preach on something completely different, on, on prayer. And you could t ask my wife, you know, Sarah, is that true? Was Pastor Mike going to teach on prayer? I had all the notes, everything. But then when I woke up from my nap, <laughs> the Lord said, I want you to preach on this. So I had a cup of coffee, and I just started writing this stuff down. Glory to God. Distractions are real. You don't fear distractions. You understand, all right, this is the distraction. You know, the devil only has certain devices. He only has a certain amount of tools, a certain amount of cards he can play. And you understand, you know, you keep going through the same thing. That's a weakness. Weaknesses aren't bad. Weaknesses show that this is the area I need to grow in. This is the area I need help in. This is the area I need accountability in. People don't like that. They don't like to check in on people. They don't like to say, hey, Pastor Mike, this is what I need help in. Would you help me? I'll say, I'd love to help you. I love helping people. I want to see where, see where you are and where God wants you to be. And accountability is a big key. Amen. Now, I won't, I won't counsel a woman. My wife will counsel a woman. I will counsel all the men. No problem. And if you're a woman, you can go talk to my wife. But this is how you're going to grow in the things of God. Understanding distractions in your life are sent by the enemy. He doesn't want you to grow. He wants you to stay where you are. He wants you to stay at a 9 to 5 level, just the status quo.
But I got news from somebody. There is more. Glory to God. There is so much more. Come on. And by you understanding the distractions in your life, that will you use against the enemy to propel you to what God has for you. Come on, somebody. Who wants to be propelled to what God has for you? Who's tired? I'm, I'm, I'm being saved. Who wants to move and walk under the power of God? If God tells you, hey, give that up, give that up, would you do it? You know, my wife was working for a multi-million dollar ministry, a huge ministry. But she knew deep down in her heart she was called to start her own ministry. Which, amen, glory to God, my wife and I, we do travel. We, do, we started our own ministry a couple years ago. But it was a dream job. It was a job every Bible school student desired. I mean, the greatest boss, the greatest people that, you know, they, they, they blessed us when, we, when she started working with them. They paid for a year's worth of rent. I mean, who wouldn't want to work for a great company like this, a great ministry like this? I mean, we think about it every day. Wow, look what we gave up to serve God. Look what, what, look what we sowed. Glory to God. But if we, you know, not to say they were a distraction, but if we would have never gave that up, we wouldn't be here right now. We wouldn't be here. Things in your life, you have to understand. Ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, do I have to give something up? What is it? Maybe, it's, maybe, maybe you need that push to leave your job. Pastor Mike told me to quit my job. No, <laughs> I want to make that clear. Pastor Mike isn't telling you to quit your job. Ask the Holy Spirit because there is more. You understand everything in the kingdom is done by faith. It's done by faith. And when Peter got off the boat, he took that initial step. He, all right, I hear Jesus. Now, I feel like it would have been different if Jesus was saying, come on, Peter, keep going, keep going. Keep... But, Peter, but Jesus didn't do that. Peter, Jesus just told Peter, come. Come. And then as soon as he realized what he was doing, oh, my God, look at this. <laughs> I'm walking on water. Do you believe? Look at that fish right there. Oh, my. He re- once in the na- he got into the natural, he's like, I can't do this. But if Jesus, if he would have kept his eyes on Jesus and replay the last word, Jesus, come, 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 come. I, I understand God's voice. Come. You're taking steps. You're taking steps. You're taking steps. You're taking steps. He would have met Jesus. He would have been there. Hallelujah. Is this making sense to everybody? Come on. But I got news. Distractions are going to work in your favor tonight. Come on. Some of you are going to realize the distraction, what the distraction is, and it's going to work in your favor. Thank you, Lord. It's not going to be a distraction anymore. And God's going to use it to, you, to the kingdom advantage. Come on, somebody. You're not going to get that. You're going to be propelled into the greatest year. You're going to give up what he tells you to give up, and you're going to run and not grow weary. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Your distractions will delay you and possibly stop you from <clears throat> God's will. Because it was God's will for my wife and I to start our own ministry. And if I never heard from God, and, and if, I, if my wife would have fought me, no, honey, we have a great job here. We have a great apartment here. You're working construction. You're making great money. I would, have, I would delay or possibly have not entered into what God's called me to do. 
Because in the natural, the income, the fluff, I'm going to call it fluff. The fluff was nice. We had security in our finances. We were doing really well. We had a great, great apartment. I mean, it was perfect. We were, living, we were so comfortable. Sometimes comfortability could be your distraction. Got quiet there. That's all right. That's all right. We're preaching here. Your distraction is proof that the enemy is real. You, your distraction is proof that you are called to great things. Your distraction is proof that what you are assigned to do. Think about that for a second. The enemy is real. Why? How do I know the enemy? Because the, the proof is you're distracted. He keeps distracting you. It's one thing after another thing, and you never accomplish anything. You are distracted. You are busy being busy. You like the fact, oh, I got so much to do. I, I, I don't know if I have time to help in the food pantry. I don't have time to go to prayer. I don't have time to go to class. I don't have time for soul winning. I don't have time for all this. I'm working. I'm, oh, my kids are going to the dentist. My, my dog is, uh, you know, he has got a bad case of diarrhea. I got to take him to the vet. I mean, come on. <gasps> come on. I got so much laundry to do. I'll never catch up. We spoke about words. Pastor James this morning. Pastor Kathy. <laughs> you know, I'll never catch up. You will catch up. Amen. <laughs> But distractions are a real thing. Someone say to your neighbor, get undistracted. Come on. Get undistracted and focus on Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Your distraction shows where your faith is. Peter knew where his faith was. His level of faith was, all right, I heard God's voice. I made steps to make. And then he started to sink. That's where his faith was. Jesus then rebuked him. Ah, you, you person of little faith. If he would have continued and stayed on the water, I'm sure Jesus would have, hey, good job. Your faith is working. I haven't found faith here since you. You see what I'm saying? Your distraction shows where your faith is. Your distraction shows where you are weak. Now, I get, I get to hear this a lot. Pastor, I sow and I give and I tithe and, uh, you know, I, I never have enough money to fully tithe, fully give. You know, I, I can't. You know, that money is really tight. I'm going to get somewhere. Somebody might not like me after tonight, but I'm okay because I, I need to say this. Your distraction shows where your faith is. If God tells you to sow it, if God tells you to give it, isn't he faithful to keep so giving it back to you? Come on, isn't he faithful to keep pouring out blessings to you? Isn't he faithful to, to, to everything you have sown? Isn't he faithful to bring it back to you over and over and over again? Come on, somebody. So if he tells you to give it, why are you holding on to it? You know, when he tells you to give it, why are you even double thinking it? Delayed obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. But you understand, you're not giving it to benefit me. You're not giving it to benefit the church. You're giving it because you're obedient to God. Say, I'm obedient to God. And it's in, it's in when finances are the biggest challenges to people. Why? Because it's something that you have sown your time for. You've worked so hard, 20, 40, 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week, some of you, 70 hours a week, 80 hours a week, some of you. And now you're telling me to give? you know what I did to earn this money? 
I got electric bill. I got car payments. I got all this stuff. Listen, it's for your benefit that you give. It's for your benefit that you give. Hallelujah. I'm not even taking an offering yet. <laughs> but we will. Pastor James says, you know, not, not that he watches offerings, but he gets an account of what comes in and what comes out. You haven't really been taking offerings in Sunday nights. <laughs> Sorry, Pastor James. We've been just so caught up. He wasn't rebuking me. He was just telling me, you know, because he, he has reports of what God's doing. He's, you know, he lives in the parsonage. You know, he sees all the cars here. Glory to God. Something is happening because it was a, a year ago today, maybe we had three cars in the parking lot. But well, that didn't stop us. Glory to God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Distractions. Anybody getting something here tonight? Your distractions show you where you are weak. Your distractions will stop the flow of the Holy Ghost. Your distractions will stop... Just, your distractions will stop the flow. No one wants to stop the flow of the Holy Ghost. Well, Pastor Mike, what do you mean it will stop the flow? Because you're, you're not listening. You're, God's called you to do great, mighty things, and you're still stuck on how are you going to get started. Just go. You're still, you're still like in that mindset, that stinking thinking like, well, everything needs to be in order. Everything needs to. No, everything doesn't need to be in order. When God called me to go to Bible school, Right? I had a business. I had two locations. I was making great money. Well, God, and I was already late because I was going to start. Um, I started in January, but I was, gonna, I was supposed to start in, like, August. Right, hon? Right? Okay, she can contest to this. But in the natural, well, i got to sell my business, Right? I need money to go down to Bible school. I, I need to find out where I'm living. Right? I, I, I need to have all my ducks in a row. That, you, just been take, you just took yourself out of faith. Just like Peter. He took himself out of faith the moment he started looking around and realizing what he was doing. It took himself right out. Don't take yourself out. I, I stopped the flow because I, I was supposed to go down there, but I, was, I, I went in, in January. Okay. And I said, Lord, this business isn't selling. My business partner wanted to squeeze me out. He didn't want to give me a dime. He knew, he knew I was leaving. I'm not going to pay you anything. You're leaving. Whew. You know what I did? I'm not saying this to boast, but I'm telling you what I did. I gave it to him. I said, you can have it. Because I know the call of, I recognize the anointing, I recognize the call, I recognize time is urgent. Say time is urgent. And so I gave it to him. <laughs> I sowed that thing to him. Five years of my life, I started, I was doing so great. Family was so proud. I said, you can take it. It's not worth it. I'll sow it to you. You're not going to steal it from me because I don't allow anybody to steal things from me. I give it to you. It's not worth it. It's not worth my time. It's not worth the Lord's time. I'm on assignment here. I'm on his time, glory to God. Distractions. I would still try to be selling that business today if I just didn't give it. I would still be stuck in New York. And I say stuck because I had to get out of New York because, you know, there was a war going on for my life. 
good and evil, just like your lives. There's a war going on for your lives. And I knew I didn't get time. If I didn't get out of there quick enough, I would just be sucked back into the world. And I had to get out. I had to get out. My parents knew I had to get out. My, my brothers knew I had to get out. Glory to God. So I did. Now I'm here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You getting anything tonight? Praise the Lord. Your distraction will stop the blessing because you have entered into fear. Your distractions will stop your blessings. Why? Because you have entered into fear. You know, you got to believe in something. There is no pause. There is no wait, let me think about it. No, it's either faith, right? Everyone knows this saying, it's either faith or fear, right? But it's, it's, it's true. Because you not believing in faith, you are naturally believing in fear. You, you're not, it's one side or the other. If you have to go back and forth, back and forth, you have entered into fear. You have entered into the opposite of what God's called you to do. When God's told you to go, when God's called you to run, when God says, hey, go, I'll pave a way for you. I'll send people to sow into your life. I will make a way for you in dry lands and deserts. Come on. I'll do a new thing in you. Glory to God. I'll do a new thing in you. Do you not see it? Come on, somebody. May your spiritual eyes see right now in the name of Jesus all that God has prepared for you. Come on, you don't need to have all your ducks in a row. By faith, by faith, by the substance that the kingdom of God moves on, faith, may you walk in it, everything he's called you to do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If that's you, say, I receive it. Come on, if that's you, if you really receive it, by faith, you receive it. You take that thing by force, glory to God. Hallelujah. You take that increase. You take that blessing. You take that promotion. You take that download from heaven. Come on. You got CEOs in this building. You got people that own real estate that has houses for rent. Come on, somebody. Come on. You have people that own cars that are selling cars, giving cars away. Come on. You got business owners here. You got preachers of the gospel here. Come on, I'm prophesying over your life right now. Glory to God. I have the next biggest generation of soul winners right here, right now. Glory to God. I have the next person that's going to write one check to build a brand new church in Riverside. Come on, somebody. It's going to be you. Hallelujah. It's going to be all my people watching online. Glory to God. Pastor Mike, how do you know that? It's by faith. Why? Because you want to see the increase of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wrote this down. I feel the anointing right now. Glory to God. There is no man. Jesus. There is no in between. There is no pause. The devil wants you to stop. When he gets you to stop, he wins. Someone might say, stop what, Pastor Mike? What are we going to stop? When he gets you to stop praying because you haven't seen answers to prayer. When he gets you to stop giving because you haven't received the uh, return on your seed. When he gets you to stop reading the word because you find it boring or you got other things to do. When he gets to stop you believing, he has won. You have slowly backslide. When, you, when, when the devil could say, I could do it. When, when the devil gets you to say, I could do it my way. When the devil gets you to say, I don't need, need God anymore, I have it all figured out, you have entered into pride. You have entered into pride. May that, may that be none of you in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. May that be none of you. In Jesus' name. May every distraction sent by the devil, may it fall from you in Jesus' name. May you understand your call tonight in Jesus' name. May you understand where you fit in the body of Christ tonight in Jesus' name. May you understand the plans that God has for you tonight in Jesus' name. May you understand the anointing you carry in Jesus' name. May you understand the mantle that you hold in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Almost done here. Whew, oh, man. Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Charles already knows what it is. Listen, if you ever need scripture references, you go to Charles. He knows the word. He knows it in and out. He's, he's very well knowledge about the words. Hey, Charles, what's this scripture? He'll find it. He's, his mind's like a dictionary. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, since <clears throat> we are surrounded by so great, <clears throat> Jesus, you know, you, you with giving up distractions, you think you're really giving up something, but you're really not. You are simply deciding to choose to keep your eyes on Jesus. And, and maybe someone watching online, maybe it's someone here, it's not my business. But if you enter into a relationship that you feel this is a God relationship and there's no fruit of it, get out of it. Get out of it. Give it up. Don't be in a rush for that person to come into your life to only take you out. The enemy uses devices. People, he uses people as a device, you know. And then when someone gives you a word, if it's, if it's not confirmation, then put it on the top shelf. I always feel like, Prophecy is, is confirmation. You know, it's not, it's not revelation. It's confirmation. It's, it, it's not information. It's confirmation. You know, it's like someone would, you know, gave me, oh, you're, you're going to be like a doctor. No, not quite. <laughs> As the lady in Texas messages me, you know, about the daughter, her daughter. Do we have that picture, by the way? So, all right, yeah, just get ready. I was in Texas, and, and this girl I prayed for, she got healed. And this is why I'm not a doctor, okay? Because she said she, said she had a broken vertebrae. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what that is. Is that a shoulder, neck, <laughs> a, a vertebrae? Is that, like, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, I'm not called to, to, to know that, you know? I, I mean, Pastor Mike, you don't have to be called to know what a vertebrae is. You're right. But at the time, I didn't know what it was. And then the mom said, it's her back. I said, okay. Laid hands on her back. 
And she got healed by Jesus. Amen. But I said that to say, you know, even when people give you a, a word of prophecy or anything, it's got to resign in your spirit, man. And then don't, don't be anxious for that prophecy to come to pass. A, a man of God told me, put it on a top shelf. Leave it there. Leave it there. And then when it comes to pass, you'll realize. Don't try to force it. Anything you try to force, you're going to always have to force to keep it there. But when God does it, it just falls from heaven into your lap. And it's like, wow. I got a word like this a couple of years ago. You know, that's how it's supposed to be. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Do you have that up? So just to time out from this. The mom messaged my wife and I, um, no pressure under my wife. I feel like some ministers, how's my sound booth? Is it up? Okay, good. So the girl, honey, you have the mouse? Well, I think it's the one, in the, she's in the middle. Oh, no, that's the one in the split right there. That girl right there, she had a broken vertebrae. And now she's doing splits. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Come on. She had a broken vertebrae. She had a broken back. She showed us the x-ray that she would need to get rods. Yeah, you could applause for that. That's Jesus. That's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And when she got touched, I felt it. I mean, it was the most powerful thing I've ever, I've, I've ever witnessed in my eyes. I, I felt virtue. <sighs> Glory to God. Changed forever. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith has testified to the truth of God, absolute faithfulness, glory to God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Wow. Stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangled us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Whew. Come on, somebody. You understand what this is saying right now? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look away from all that will distract us. Come on, some, come on, somebody. Look away from all that will distract you. Focus your eyes on Jesus, who is the author, the perfecter of our faith. Come on, somebody. Come on. He is the author and the perfecter of a look away from every. The Bible's telling us look away from every distraction, everything on social media, anything of this world that could pull your eyes off God, that will pull your eyes from soul winning. That when you're shopping and, and, and the Lord's telling me, go witness to that person, but your eyes are being pulled away because, oh, I'm under a time crunch. Listen, eternity is a long time. Be obedient to win souls. Come on, somebody. Am I preaching to somebody here tonight? Come on. May every distraction fall out of your life. May, may your eyes be fixated on the King of kings and the Lord of lords. May your eyes, your ears be open to hear God's instructions over your lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Maga Rimbando So Branda Riba Kaya. Lift your hands to heaven right now. She broke Toto Maka Riba 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 Do Manda Riba Ta Shoto Robaki Riboko Mambraka Shombra Makati Rindandasa Ribata Mukoto Mimbra Mandaka Rido Shoriada Maso Shirabashara Distractions are meant to take you away. May every distraction be unfolded now in the name of Jesus. May every distraction be pushed off of you right now in the name of Jesus. May every distraction fall in Jesus' name. Rimambo Sokoto. Manzariba, the anointing comes on you right now. Everything that meant to distract you, you recognize, you remove it, and may that power of the Holy Ghost comes upon you and be propelled into everything God has called you to do. I hear him say, just go, just run, don't grow weary, I am there for you, just keep going forward, keep going forward. I will put people right underneath you to lift your hands so you don't grow weary in your well-doing, in Jesus' name. May everything that needs to happen in your life be purposely happening now, in Jesus' name. May all the finances be there, may all the things need to be settled, even in law, everything that needs an I uh, dotted and a T crossed, May it be crossed right now in the spirit, in Jesus' name, because I see you running. I see you catching up. There is no delays. I hereby break delays off your life, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man. You, you might say, Pastor Mike, you're really preaching on heart because you don't understand what that delay is stopping you to do. You don't understand the delay. You don't see the souls behind you. The things that God has told you to do, and you have casually put it off. My wife and I, we were supposed to write a book. It should have been out already. And the Lord rebuked us. It wasn't for you. It was for people to read so they can get free. It's serious. We're on the airplane in Texas. I'm writing this book. My wife's got her lap. We're writing this book. Delayed obedience. I repent. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. It wasn't about you publishing another book. It was about getting it out so people could read it, to put in people's hands. You are assigned to greatness. You are assigned for things in this kingdom that you don't even realize because you're distracted. You have lost your first love. But tonight that turns around. Tonight you recognize in the spirit. Tonight you see the people. You see the call. You see where you fit in the kingdom. Some people say, I don't fit in anywhere. You fit in here. I told the Lord, Lord, give me all the peculiar people. Give me all the weird people. Give me all the people that, that, they, that the churches of the West have rejected. Oh, they don't fit in. They're not, they're, they're not in our clique. They don't worship. They don't sound. Their, their tongue is different. They're weird. I said, Lord, give me all those people. I'll put them to work. I'll put them to use. I'll activate them in the spirit. I'll cover them with the anointing and release them to the world.
Hallelujah. The Lord's plan is way better than any natural plan that we could even think of. Hallelujah. And tonight, I want to pray for you. Tonight, I want the Holy Spirit. I want you, you to allow the Holy Spirit to touch you. For you to experience that presence, that power. When you fully submit yourself to the, the, the Spirit of God and say, Holy Spirit, here I am. Do whatever you need to do. Rearrange a couple things. Change the way I think. Change the way my, my brain is wired. Change it for your glory. Change it so I'm not distracted anymore. I used to hate reading. I, I, once I get a book in front of me, I enjoy reading. May you be hungry for the things of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So this is what I'm going to do. First, thank you, Holy Ghost. I want to challenge somebody, people watching, people here right now. I'm going to, take an I'm going to give you an opportunity to sow a seed into Riverside Assembly of God, sow a seed into the kingdom of God. But first, what I'm going to show you is a video my wife made. <clears throat> and, and this is what your seed goes towards. I know I got people watching this online. I know people are going to be watching here. This is, how, this is how the kingdom of God gets done. It's by people willing to sow a seed and to give to the kingdom. Give to the work of the ministry. Sow a seed towards souls. And I guarantee you, the seed that you sow today will come back to you a hundredfold. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.